0: Welcome to this week's best podcast ever. I am your host, Jason Barton. Today's date is July 2nd, two days away from 4th of July. I have with me my cohorts in action. a Mitchell.
1: And Chris Scott.
0: And uh, I think we'll actually have a better set of quality this week if, if you've tuned in this week compared to last week. So we sound probably a little bit better as we've changed a few things up. Um, and uh, Yep. So thank you, everybody who's been listening and, uh, and dealing with the previous
2: Yeah, we'll probably hear all the fireworks in the background. Yes,
0: we're going to hear all of the wonderful fireworks in the background. Welcome
2: to the loudest, most obnoxious month ever in the United States
1: uh, Oh, yeah. don't forget Canada Canada, they had Canada Day yesterday
2: uh, they're, they're nice <laughs> and quieting They're pooch, pooching or whatever it's called I have no clue Yeah, hey, I'm just throwing
1: this out there, did you hear about uh, Tim Hortons in certain spots are going to have poutine donuts.
0: I uh, did not hear that, eh? That sounds gross.
1: It does. Anyhow, moving on with the show.
0: Woo! Okay, so, um, yeah, we've got stuff going on this week. Famous birthdays, video game news, entertainment news, some D&D news, and tech talk. So we'll go ahead and uh, start off with some of the
2: upcoming week's famous birthdays. Okay, famous birthdays... Well, the most famous birthday, like the main reason I'm even possible, is my mother. Yay! I will not disclose personal information such as age, but 21. just know that today, well, not today, but this date in history is epic. Today, not so much. Anyways, sharing a birthday with my mother is Ms. Margot Robbie. Born 1990. We all know her as Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad. Yay! My mother's going to love that. Yay! July 3rd, we've got Kurtwood Smith, born 1943. He's Red Foreman on that 70s show, but I also remember him as Mr. Perry in Dead Poets Society. Ah yes. Uh, You also have Yeardley Smith, born 1964. She's the voice of Lisa Simpson on The Simpsons. Huh. So our little firecrackers, July 4th, We've got uh, Gloria Stewart, who was born in 1910, and she died September 26th of 2010. Huh. She played the uh, elderly Rose in the movie Titanic. Ah. And you also, you guys won't know him, but I know him, me and my dad know him because we watched it, but you have John Lloyd Young, born 1975. He plays Frankie Valli in the movie version of Jersey Boys. Okay. And he sounds just like him.
1: I still haven't seen that movie, but I do want to.
2: It's great. Uh, July 5th, I couldn't really find much of anything. No offense, but this was a reach. (laughs) P.T. Barnum. Woo! Born 1810, died April 7th, 1891. He did a lot of shit. Oh, yeah. But we all know him as founding Barnum & Bailey Circus.
1: Hey, it works because they're doing that um, movie coming out soon with um, Hugh Jackman, the greatest um, showman ever.
2: Mm-hmm. And then you have July 6th, Burt Ward, born 1945. He's Robin and Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Sylvester Stallone, born 1946. I'm just going to say Rocky.
0: Yep.
2: Um, The Expendables is Barney Ross. Yeah. All of them. I haven't seen any of I them. I love
0: Expendables.
2: Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, yep. Stacar Award, oh, whatever. And Spy mm-hmm. Kids 3, Game Over, he played the Toymaker.
1: I, <laughs> I wouldn't know. I it. actually watched that. I did too. Oh, okay,
0: good.
2: You <laughs> also have one of my favorites, Joffrey Rush. Um, he's from Australia. He was born in 1951. I would have said, <laughs> anyways, um, he's Barbosa in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Nice. And in a movie I enjoyed, he was the Marquis de Sade in Quills. And then Hmm. he was Sir Francis Walsingham in the Elizabeth movies. July 7th, we've got Shelley Duvall, born 1949. The only two I really recognized her in was The Shining and Popeye. Popeye.
0: Popeye. I was just like, wait, what? Yep.
2: July 8th, we have Kevin Bacon, who was born in 1958. Apollo 13, Footloose, Stir of Echoes, which, by the way, for the record, I did not like Footloose. Uh, Tremors, he was in R.I.P.D., he was Sebastian Shaw in X-Men First Class.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
2: A movie called Hollow Man, I kind of enjoy that. Mm. He was the voice mm-hmm. of Balto in Balto. He was oh. in a really good movie I liked called The River Wild. Mm. He hijacked a family who was whitewater rafting. Oh, okay. It was pretty good. Um, he was in Flatliners and She's Having a Baby. Mm. And then you have Marty Feldman born 1934 died December 2nd 1982. He's a big Mel Brooks actor. Cuz he was in 19 he was uh in silent movie The Adventure of Sherlock Holmes's Smarter Brother and he was Igor in Young Frankenstein. Oh, uh, yes.
1: uh, that's why the name's familiar. Gotcha. Cuz he's got the weird
2: eye thing. And then you have Angelica Houston, born 1951. Uh, I liked her as Vivienne in *The Mist of Avalon*, A.K.A. the Lady of the Lake in Arthurian legend. Mm. Uh, in *Ever After*, a Cinderella story, she was uh, the contest Rodmilla de Ghent, her evil stepmother. In the Addams family movies, she played Morticia Adams. Da, 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 da. And in a movie based on the book by Roald Dahl, she played uh, Miss Eva Ernst, A.K.A. the Grand High Witch in *The Witches*. Hmm. And I don't remember seeing her, but I guess she was in This Is Spinal Tap.
0: Hmm. Where there is age, there is evolution.
2: Where there is life, there is growth. The prequel to Rocky Horror Picture Show. Hmm. And those are your July 2nd and through July 8th birthdays. Woo!
0: Yay, birthdays! Congratulations to all those who have birthdays during the week where lots of explosions are going on, and probably at your birthdays at least once in your lifetime. Anyways, uh, but we do to get on to video game news. So, World of Warcraft. Um, don't have much here to say. Uh, for the Tomb of Sargeras, the top three guilds at the moment are at seven of nine bosses. So, just two more bosses to go before we don't have to hear about the guilds trying to beat them. Uh, Tier 21 armor sets look fantastic. Very excited about this. So, when Argus uh, drops... Um, uh, we'll be very excited. So, um, Death Knight, Mage, Paladin, Shaman, and Warlock look awesome. I definitely advise checking them out. I have a link in the notes. Uh, they're all up on MMO Champion. So, pretty awesome. Uh, the Druid one, I was not as impressed. So, and I usually am disappointed by the Druid one, because they always try to go nature because they're Druids. And for whatever reason, they just never get something that looks super cool. So, maybe the Mythic set, but I'm never going to get the Mythic set, so... Uh, moving on, patch 7.3 will let us vision, visit the Legion's homeworld, Argus, which is what we've been hearing about. Um, and this is going to be coming up on the PTR, so expect a lot more. Um, we've already seen images pop up on MMO Champion, so we kind of get a feel for the new zone and the new world that we're going to go to, you know, because that's the origin of the Legion, of course, because uh, we're taking it to their doorstep now. And uh, yeah, so that's cool. Um, if you are a Diablo 3 fan, they just released the new Necromancer this week, so check that out. Uh, it's a new type of class, I guess you would call it. So, yeah. Um, I didn't really get to look too much into it, um, as well, I've just reinstalled my new computer, so I haven't even installed Diablo yet.
1: It's DLC, Jason, basically. It's uh, uh, $15 add-on. You get the Necromancer, two extra character slots.
0: Oh, so we have to pay for
1: this? Oh. Of course, yeah.
0: Brutal. Eh, that's alright. Uh, I, eh. might, I might buy it. I uh, Not maybe, yet. Maybe when I see the the sale on the Battle.net thing to buy it for cheap. So Damn probably street. like six months from now. Anyways, yeah. um, I also like to point out two new um game video games based on the Netflix animes um, have been announced. Both Bandai Namco. Um, one video game is going to be based off of the game, the, the movie, TV show, The Little Witch Academia. I didn't really hear about that. I, like I haven't watched it, so I don't really know anything about that one. So I'm not as nearly excited as I am about the next one. If any of you have watched The Seven Deadly Sins on Netflix, fantastic anime. It's hilarious. Probably don't want your kids watching it, but I imagine if the, if they get the same voice actors for the U.S., I think it will be a fantastic video game play. So definitely looking forward to that one. Um, the Mass Effect, very sad face about this, Andromeda is not going to be getting a single-player DLC, which was... Apparently rumored, but it was a fake rumor. So hooray for fake news, getting everybody excited, but then we're finding out that it's not true. So fucking fake news. There's no single player DLC coming for uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. They're focusing on their next title. I forgot what the bio- anthem. Yeah, Anthem uh, is going to be their next game. So I imagine they're putting all their work into it right now. So nothing, probably more coming from for Mass Effect for a while. Sad face. Also important news: Steam Summer Sale is still going on, so buy those games because it's almost over. I think it ends July fifth. So I think so. So you got till the end of tomorrow. No, uh, the fourth to buy all your games. So, and not everything's on sale, as I found out, but a lot of everything is on sale right now. Um, Speaking of on sale, five point five million people own Rust. That is a lot of people. Mm-hmm. In other news, but it's been refunded three hundred and thirty thousand times, <laughs> damn. Which amounts to about four point four million dollars. So I mean, that's still a small percentage. I mean, like, it's, it's a big percentage, but it's still a somewhat percentage of the five point five million. I mean, it's just like a third of a mill. So you know, work that math out there. So um, yeah, it's not that bad. Uh, so, yeah, I still find it interesting that they've lost 4.4 million in just refunds for the game, and I don't blame them, because what you see initially is what you really get in this game. And if you, I've played it, um, I, I got really bent on playing it for about two and a half, three weeks, and I've actually gone back to it one more time and tried giving it a whirl, but I just don't like that the world's reset on Thursdays, and that seems to be the going thing, unless you have, like, a specific private server, and... Those you'll never know, because they don't even usually post when they're going to get reset. So And then you're just going to get s- screwed on by anybody who actually has a group of people playing. So if there's more than, like, like there's an actual clan, they're just going to always win. So don't expect a lot. So it's just, it's an interesting game. I liked it. Now that I understand it, I don't, I, I probably would have gotten a refunded, probably. So, anyways. Uh, moving on. I'm excited about this. New Dragon Age will be coming. They haven't announced anything more than that. But they've said that they've been hiring people for Dragon Age. So, because Dragon Age Origins has been, like, one of their best game releases, so why not create a new game? And so I'm kind of excited by this. So if anybody who's played Dragon Age Origins or Inquisition, hey, we're getting another one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. In my last bit of gamer news um, related to the game that I love playing, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds has banned over 25,000 players in the last three months an ongoing battle against cheaters. Because cheaters exist in every single video game. For whatever reason, people feel the need to cheat. They just do. So, yeah. I'm glad. And I hope they're like permabans. Because I don't like cheaters. And nobody likes a cheater. No. Unless you're the cheater. And you're trying to do it just to grieve people. So, well, that's all I got. That's all I got for video game news. Uh, let's go slide on over to entertainment news.
1: Woo! Well... Um, you know, I'll start off the week and, you know, the week recapping, you know, what we kind of expected. Despicable Me 3, number Woo! one at the box office, 75 million.
0: Still, i not seen that, but I want to watch it.
1: Well, it just came out this weekend, so, we, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: it's only had a few days.
1: The, the next, you know, and then taking the number two place, which I kind of expected would be, was the new release, Baby Driver. I know that one's been...
0: You know what? I've ep- heard good things about that.
1: Yeah, there's been a lot of hype to this one. I mean, is, you know,
0: it's all just people talking. It's like I don't see like previews or anything, but I've somehow managed to hear it through two sources that it's a good movie to go watch.
1: Yeah, I mean, thirty-six million world, you know, thirty million this weekend alone. Uh, well, it says twenty-one million, but I know it had a limited um, early release, and they made you know it was made on thirty-four million. So they've basically already made their money back awesome. in their short run.
0: Well, and I, I hear that it's got a really good soundtrack, and a lot of the stunts and, like, all the, like, driving in the movie is just, like, in in key with the music. So when he's turning a cool, or, like, corner, or hitting the nitro, or, like, just pumping the gas, like, there's usually, like, sound effects going on to meet the song itself, too. So, mm-hmm. and, like, yeah. there's just a lot of cor- correlation. Yeah. Um...
1: Oddly enough, Transformers is somehow still, you know, it is sticking in number three with 17 million, but it has taken a uh, 62% drop from yeah. its opening weekend. So it's, it's going to be go I'm going
0: to go buy on DVD. So. Oh, yeah.
1: I don't even know if I'm going to buy. I'm going to wait till I get a free code on Redbox and catch it that way.
0: Ooh, yeah. That would probably be better, actually. Yeah.
1: But the biggest and happiest bits that I'm reading is as of the end of this w- weekend. Wonder Woman has made 346 million dollars domestically has done 361 in foreign countries which means it is at 708 million domestic uh, you know globally which means it is now the highest of the <laughs> DCEU movies period like domestically which- it is the you know, the highest one, so Which it is amazing. now beat out for even a
0: little. We all of we're expecting it to do. I'm glad it's it's won now, like everything.
1: Exactly. I mean, I'm I'm very happy about that. I mean, it's probably not going to reach Batman versus Superman's um, overall gross of like 870 million worldwide, but 708 is a respectable total considering oh, yeah. it cost 150 for it to be made. So.
0: That is a huge return on investment.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, definitely, it has beat Batman vs. Superman's domestic. It is now number one in the DCEU. Huzzah. Of course, there's a very good chance that Justice League at the end of the year will beat it out, but time will tell, especially after the end of this month with San Diego Comic-Con. Um, as my fellow comic book movie people will be loving to hear this, Evan Peters, also known as Quicksilver Yay! in the most recent of X-Men films, is slated to return for X-Men Dark Phoenix. So do we get another speed running scene with him? I hope so. I imagine so. Yes. Uh, since we are recording this on Sunday, um, last night... Was the final episode of Peter Capaldi as the 12th Doctor oh. on Doctor Who. Uh, from, from what I've heard, hear it was that. a little emotional. I, I watched about five minutes of it. And no, I'm not putting any spoilers out there, but we do yeah. get to see an enemy come back from our past. And yet, I mean, it sounds like it's going to be good and, you know... I liked Peter Capaldi when I saw him in the David Tennant episode when he, they went back to when Vesuvius um, was erupting, or Pompeii, or one of those. You know, the volcanoes back in the day. Yeah, I was okay with him as the Doctor, but, you know, I don't know if I just... I've, I've, if I've lost my... You know, I, think I, people, I don't know if I've lost my Who fandom, but who knows.
0: I think it's because of the older Doctor. I don't think he's as energetic. I think it's the more energetic Doctor. Like, and Not that he's ener- not energetic, but... It's just that he, the younger doctors seem to bring more livelihood to the movie or TV series. So I feel that that's probably what they were lacking with Peter Capaldi. Because maybe he's not as relatable because he's like my grandpa now. <laughs> <laughs> not grandpa, but you know, like uncle maybe. Or, yeah.
1: Oh, no, I hear you. I, I got uh, you there.
0: Yeah. So,
1: um, so uh, next up on the docket, um, a, couple of, a couple of little bits about release dates. Dates. Top Gun Maverick, the official Top Gun sequel, is now currently set for a July 12th, 2019 release. So, two years years. from now, we will be getting to see (laughs) Tom Cruise donning the helmet again. Yeah. You know, I was hoping that maybe after the crashing and burning of The Mummy, they might have reconsidered this, but...
0: No, 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 no. We gotta do Sequel City, man.
1: But... On a lighter side of the news, Fox has released re- has released six release dates for unnamed Marvel films. And the thing is, considering that most of the rights are still in, are in the hands of Disney, I wonder where these are. To throw them out real fast, June 7, 2019, November 22, 2019, March 13th, 2020, June 26th, 2020 October 2nd 2020 March 5th 2021 my god can you really think that in four years we'll be at 2021 uh yes it's kind it kind of blows my mind I know actually that that 2021 will be my parents 50th wedding anniversary so I'm just like damn (laughs) so I've heard conjecture you know since this release information has come out there's been some thought and conjecture through the twitterverse that i've heard i've heard one of those will probably be a deadpool 3 Yay. i've heard guesses at potentially at least another x-men movie after dark phoenix but the biggest one is people are thinking another fantastic 4 reboot
0: maybe they'll do another ant-man
1: no no remember that's still under that's under <laughs> oh, disney's control
0: that's right
1: and, and they already do have one, Ant-Man and the Wasp. It's coming out late uh, next year at this time. Okay. Uh, to wrap up, but yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what other... Ra- I'm going to have to look at my um, rights graph to see what other character rights that yeah. Fox has control to. Because it's most of, mostly all I remember was they had the mutant side of things. So <laughs> that'll be something to look into. Yeah. And to wrap this all up. Now, as as a kid... I can only imagine that people wanted to get their hands on Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. Of course, seeing it in A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back until he gets his hand cut off and it goes down the ventilation pipe there in Cloud City. Well, guess what? They found that lightsaber and sold it to Ripley's for $450,000. Well, you know what, it it probably just got recycled, finally. Yeah. So, yes, the original prop that um, Mark Hamill actually used on set for the first two Star Wars movies was sold to the people, the Ripley's people, i.e. Ripley's Believe It or Not. I was going to
0: say, Believe It or Not.
1: (laughs) Yep. And they bought it for just shy of a half million dollars. Now, it is bound to end up in one of their locations where no word has been told yet, so... I'm going to be keeping an ear out on this, just because, well, it is the lightsaber. And, you know, sometimes Ripley actually has some interesting stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, now they, they have more interesting stuff, which is why they buy exactly. these
1: things. So, yes. Yay! For entertainment news!
0: All right. Let's go move over and behold the D&D news um, that will be brought to you by April.
2: Not much. And what I have, I wasn't really able to play around with very much, but... As of June 30th, uh, Phases 2 and 3 of D&D Beyond are in beta.
0: Yay! I happened upon one of them.
2: You happened upon one of them? Yes. How did you do that? Because
0: I was looking up some stuff on the website, and I'm like, oh, look, there's this link! And I'm like, oh, it has this labeled.
2: Well, no one's posted any homebrew content, but the homebrew stuff is there. Mm -hmm. Um, and when you're going to make a character, you've got three options. You have your standard option, which is making choices using a step-by-step approach. Yep. Or you can do a quick build, which is create a first-level character using recommended starting options. Mm-hmm. Or you can randomize it, which is creating a character of any level of random statistics by setting parameters.
0: hmm
2: Sweet. And then under my content, you can select the characters, which you have six character slots to use. Yay! You can select the campaigns you will... ...are in or want to create campaigns. You can do that there. And then you've got Homebrew Collection and Homebrew Creations. Um, so I will probably be checking that out next week. Yeah. But, it's um, right there on the front, front page. I can test it out with my Sorcerer. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Anyways. Um, also, Codename Entertainment announces a new game called... ...Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. It's going to be the world's first idle clicking game... And it's set in the Forgotten Realms.
0: Idol is in, like, the idle hand, and it just sits there and clicks. Let
2: me see. It's going to take the player on an epic quest throughout the fabled Sword Coast. Newcomers to the world of Dungeons & Dragons will learn about their new home through this game. Now, the seasoned fans will have the opportunity to revisit popular storylines and even learn new knowledge as they play. Now, Force Grey fans will also discover familiar characters in the game when it launches. Two of the starting ten champions are taken from the popular series. Now, from launch, the game will feature scheduled updates every month with new campaigns and regular events, including the recently announced Tomb of Annihilation! Yay! Yay. There's a video on dnd.wizards.com. Go to Articles, News, and Codename Entertainment is the name of the article. So there's that. And there's also a new release coming soon. It's a 5th edition fantasy limited time treasure chest. Mm -hmm. It is going to be $50. Mm -hmm. And it has 10 5th edition fantasy adventure modules from Goodman Games. And it's $50. It's, going to be, it's only going to be available on free RPG day. So when they're gone, they're gone. It's going to have the FEF1, which is Glitter Doom. Do you know what date that is? It doesn't say. It just says coming soon. Um, it has Glitter Doom, the Fae Sisters Fate, the Pillars of Pelagia. I think I said that wrong, right. Warlock, Into the Dragon's Maw, Raiders of the Lost Oasis, Fantastic Encounters, Eye of the Leviathan, the Fallen Temple, and The Castle in the Sky. And it will be available exclusively in participating game stores. Ooh. And they, they have a link for a retail locator, so you can see where it will be available at. I've
0: placed the link to the actual 5th edition treasure chest in the description. The link. You know, nice. the
2: they have other versions, too. They're going to do a um, um, dungeon, what do you call that? Oh, I can't remember what it's called now. Uh, they're going to have, oh, a Dungeon Crawl Classics version as well. Hmm. Hmm. So, like I said, not much, but it's good. So there's your D&D news. I know there was a new Magic the Gathering set that came out, but I haven't really so researched it very much. So, RPG
0: day is actually Saturday, June 17th.
2: So it's over. Yes. So it's already happened and they're gone.
0: Uh, probably. That's okay. why it says so sold out.
2: Not everywhere says sold out.
0: Just their website. Oh, but it says coming soon still.
2: Yeah. Their thing says
0: That is weird. Anyways, so just keep an eye out. Keep an
2: eye out. They might go on sale again. You never know.
0: Oh, and they don't. They have more treasure chests, too. They have like three, two other different versions of it. They yeah, have a dungeon a, crawl. I, told, I the, said they have a dungeon oh, crawl one. I, didn't, I missed that part because I just saw the fifth edition. Well, that's probably the more important one.
2: So that is D and
0: D news. Slim all your out there need to buy this. Okay, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Anyways, uh, yes. Yeah, so moving on. Let's do other things. Uh, what do you have for us, Jason, in the way of tech talk? Well, guys. Yes, Jason. What do you this, got? This is what I got. So um, I thought this was kind of interesting. These are all somewhat interesting. I just kind of just thought this was funny. Anyways, research is published. In the Journal so- Social Cognitive and Effective uh, Neuroscience, the results of two experiments conducted involving more than 200 college students that concluded that acetaminophen can reduce a person's capacity to empathize with other person's pain. Yes, that means Tylenol <laughs> and acetaminophen could possibly make you care less about other people. <laughs> so, hey, there's that interesting news. So... You just blame it on the pills, guys. I'm sorry, I just can't empathize with that. It's my meds. Um, in other news, new fidget spinners, which are Bluetooth-enabled, are catching fire due to poor quality electronic uh, circuits. Serves them right. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Like, why do you need Bluetooth-enabled fidget spinners in the first place? (laughs) Serves them
1: fucking right. Just saying. Uh,
0: It needs to do something, like, light up? I don't know. Ugh. But in other news, I did see some really cool fidget spinners, which make it look like Mario is like jumping um, and walking um, like the normal little platform sur- surface. And then there's another one that has Sonic the Hedgehog, and it looks like his like, feet are like, going in a circle if you if you spin them fast enough. Those are kind of cool. So I'm okay with those, but not ones that are Bluetooth-enabled. And why would you even do that? And apparently it's just poor shoddy Chinese people trying to make money off of people who think fidget spinners are cool. Anyways, moving on, Japan wants to put a man on the moon, accelerating Asian space race. It's probably going to be part of an international mission, and just because they can, I guess. Apparently all these other Asian countries are in the space race. Kind of like, you know, how we had in the Cold War and we all wanted to go to the moon? Well, I think Asia's got this thing going on now. So, between India, Japan, and, like, China, like, we're just going to put people in space past the International Space Station so i think they should just shoot for the moon or shoot for mars mars preferred because that means we have to learn more technology to get there okay moving on how many of you guys have fitbits
1: yes yeah, somewhere am one right now
0: how many of you have fitbits that actually monitor your heart rate not i i do okay so i found this interesting a new study finds how much sleep fitbit users really get i think the statistics are kind of interesting Average Fitbit user is in bed for 7 hours and 33 minutes, but only gets 6 hours and 38 minutes of sleep, which means most people spend about an hour on their phone before they go to bed. (laughs) So, Or that's how long it takes for people just to get to sleep. So, yeah, that's kind of interesting. Uh, Women get about 25 minutes more sleep on average each night compared to men. It is also found that men get slightly more slightly higher percentages of deep sleep than women until about age 55 where then women actually start getting more deep sleep women win when it comes to rem sleep however logging an average of 10 minutes more per night than men i think this is kind of neat because you know we actually have these devices that we attach to our wrists and fall asleep to that actually monitor this stuff and i actually do use it to see how my act like uh, it not it does more than just uh, like gives you your like you know um, sleep times and all that and like how much inter- interrupted sleep you get because that actually does show that up there too. I don't know I don't know why but like I, I get interrupted sleep in the middle of the night quite a bit. So um, the other thing and it might just be that you're just moving around which it's registering as uh, interrupted but it also gives you your average heart rate too. So if you feel like you're getting more pressured in life and society is just giving you getting your blood pressure up there. You know, maybe your average heart rate might correspond to that. I don't know. But I noticed it goes up, like, at the very beginning of the week, and it goes down, and the weekends it kind of just goes down. And it's just really interesting. So, everybody, if you have a Fitbit, you should go check out the Fitbit app and the website, because it gives you all this information. So, moving on. I'm not trying to bore you with this, but Elon Musk's boring machine completes the first section of an L.A. tunnel.
1: Uh.
0: This tunnel will eventually run from the LAX to Culver City to Santa Monica to Westwood to Sherman Oaks. Um, The machine's name is Got it, Godot. I don't know Godot. I'm gonna go with Godot. The Samuel Beckett-inspired name um, of the boring machine is working on the LAX to the Culver City route currently. So you know, this is all going on the premise that Elon Musk is like, well, we don't need future like flying cars. We can just go underground. We have all the space underground that we can just travel, and we just don't use it. So why not just build a highway under, or like, you know, like multiple, like, you know, underground structures to get from point A to point B. So it makes sense to me. And if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Elon Musk because he can make things happen. Yeah. Is, he's a magical man. The um, only
1: thing I'd be worried about is, I'm sorry, you're boring into the ground. And what is <laughs> California known for? Earthquakes.
0: Yeah, but, you know, I'm sure we build cities. Did you not withstand. see the
1: movie Daylight with Sylvester Stallone?
0: Key term movie. I mean, <laughs> yes, I'm sure that everything in this world could collapse if there was a huge, like, 9.0 Richter scale earthquake over in California. Like, or even an 8 could, 7 could damage this thing. But, you know, they built these things to probably withstand that, I and mean, they have to take this into account. And of all the people, Elon Musk would do this. So, because it's an adventure kind of thing, you don't want to fail. So, because especially when you're trying to set a trend for the rest of the world, which, which you want to sell your products like this. So.
1: True. Now if we're done with boring stuff.
0: Yeah, let's move on to more things. How many of you have cats and dogs?
1: I don't hear Boonie over there,
0: so. We have a dog. He's just sleepy. So, uh, how many of you like to feed your dog?
2: Um, I usually tend to try at least twice daily.
0: Do you think your dog's fat?
2: No. Well.
0: One in three people's dogs are probably fat.
2: Yeah, dashes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I,
1: I believe that. Yeah. Dash After is
0: surveying 2.5 million dogs and 500 cats in the U.S. last year, a group of researchers found that one in three were overweight or obese. Researchers over the last decade have shown a 169% increase in cats' weight and a 158% increase in dogs. I have a feeling we're just feeding our dogs too much, and we're just being on the internets and just not, you know, playing with them or giving them good, healthy time to, you know, get out and do stuff. So, go to Or we're dog wanting boy. to
1: give them treats and shit like that. Yeah,
0: that's, oh, you're such a good boy. You're such a good boy. Here's a treat. Here's a treat. Oh, that's no, it. no,
1: that's more like, you're bugging me. Here, have a treat. Get out of my fucking face.
0: <laughs> Here's a bone. I'll just fill it with some peanut butter. Now go enjoy this for our, like, mm-hmm. next nice hour. Anyways, my last bit of news here. Um, I thought it was kind of cool, and uh, something I would drink to. Researchers at NUS, National University of Singapore, have created a probiotic sour beer that may boost immunity and improve gut health. This bacteria is able to neutralize toxins and viruses and regulate the immune system. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that's actually pretty awesome. Beer, that beer actually, that's healthy for you. Yeah, On some level healthy, I mean, like, you know, like, yeah, I guess it would be healthy. We'll just say it's healthy. I I like your, I like the way you think. That's all I got, guys. So, to that, I say cheers. Uh, Hopefully hopefully nobody blows their fingers off this holiday season, considering we have two more days until the lighting of lots of fireworks and people exploding things and possibly cinder blocks into windows and stuff. So, Are you you kidding?
2: I thought it started yesterday. Well,
0: based on our neighborhood, Yes. Actually, I started, started a week ago. So,
2: <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, I think I'm going to have shell shock for a week or so myself. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, fireworks are fireworks. Yeah. I like fireworks. No, I was hearing big booms today.
0: Oh, yeah, just outside. Well, you missed yesterday when there was a crap ton.
1: I'm just glad to have three days off. That's all I care.
2: Right. anyways okay you know where to find us we have our website uh www.ingloriousgeeks.com you can also find us on itunes and stitcher and glorious geeks on facebook and glorious geeks twitter and glorious underscore geek instagram and glorious geeks three twitch i am inglorious geek snapchat Glorious geek roll 20 Glorious geek sensing a theme yes,
1: yes just a little bit
2: so guess what everybody hey We are the Inglorious Geeks, so sit down. Shut up.
1: And roll initiative.
2: Alright
0: guys, be safe. Remember, fire safety, fire extinguishers, use extended lighter thingies that won't burn your fingers, and for the life of you, do not use cinder blocks to hold up the tubes that that launch fireworks into the air. That's all I gotta say. Thanks guys! Later all!